Very excited about this week's podcast. In the house with me, Stress Teflon author, Luke Mathers. How are you, mate? Very well. Thanks, Greg. Great news. And we're going to chat today about how to rewire your brain by altering the stories you're telling yourself. Yep. We're going to change the stories and it's going to be fantastic. Let's rip in. Welcome to the Body Science Podcast, bringing you everything you need, want, and should know about health, fitness, nutrition, and training. As always, the information contained in this podcast is for the information purposes only and is not designed to diagnose or be prescriptive to treat, prevent, or manage any injury, disease, or other health-related condition. Today's podcast is brought to you by Hydroxyburn Shred Ultra, nootropic thermogenic. Shred Ultra is scientifically engineered to shred body fat, ignite metabolism, and boost all-day energy while enhancing cognitive performance, focus, clarity, and mood. It combines powerful fat-burning thermogenics, Garcinia, green coffee bean, guarana, caffeine, and an industry-leading four grams of acetyl-L-carnitine with potent nootropic ingredients at effective therapeutic doses to give you maximum results. Hey, welcome to Body Science HQ. This week, I've got Mr. Stress Teflon in the house, and he's got a pretty cool thing to talk about. For you people out there that are just in a world of your own at the moment, because a lot of things are happening, like things are happening so quickly at the moment, Luke, like, you know, one minute a board is shut, one minute a board is open, one minute you can go outside, one minute you can't go outside. There's a lot of crap going on in people's lives right now. There is. A lot of unknown. And so I thought it was a really good time to talk about how to rewire your brain by altering the stories you're telling yourself. So we're surrounded by inputs from media, like- socially, TV, everywhere you go. Even if you sit down for a coffee now, you cannot not have a COVID chat. No. It's it, almost impossible. It's a dominant thought, isn't it? It is. It's something that's coming up everywhere. So for everyone out there, you're you're the man that wrote the book Stress Teflon. Let's rip into this. How do I rewire my brain by altering the stories I'm telling myself? Well, one of the things about that, and just, putting, just park COVID for a little minute because we'll, we'll have a good chat about that later, but the more you think something, the more you do something, you're creating pathways in your brain. Yeah. And so you don't necessarily have to have done something a whole bunch of times. If you rolled it around and ruminated in your head over something, you're laying down pathways in the brain that become your default ways of thinking. Mm-hmm. All right. So I think we're all very deliberate in some of the things that we do, but we're not so deliberate in how we talk to ourselves. And okay. Th- what do you mean by that? Well, if you have a think about it, if you think of some of the things that you might say to yourself, if you, if you stuff something up, you're like, oh, Luke, you're an idiot. And you know, you, you'll talk to yourself in a way that you wouldn't put up with hearing someone else talk to you that way. Okay. And you certainly wouldn't talk to anyone else the way you talk to yourself. Yeah. All right. And so there's there's a part of that that if we get really, really conscious about I'm going to speak to myself as an act of love for myself and I'm going to speak to myself in a way that actually helps rather than in a way that knock, that knocks me down. And one of the things that we do in, in Stress Teflon is we we develop an alter ego for people. We like mm. to give people a name and my name is Carlos. So when I want to talk to myself in a way that actually lifts myself up, I ask myself, what would Carlos do? And by talking to myself in the third person, there's a lot of science behind this. It actually starts a different part of your brain works, which actually makes you more empathetic towards yourself, a lot more self-care and a lot more self-awareness than you would if you're just having those normal conversations with yourself. So how many times are you dropping into Carlos mode a day? Oh, it'd be two or three. Most of them involved around what I shouldn't eat. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a fair call, mate. Everyone's, yeah. you know, we're all stuck at some stage now with the ability to go to dinner or eat dinner or, or Uber eating more than we used to or we're shopping more and cooking more. Mm-hmm. So that, that's some that's a time when you do talk to yourself as Carlos. Yeah, absolutely. If I go, if I go to the fridge and I'd go, what would Carlos eat? Well, would what Car- if Carlos, Carlos is hungry, mate? Now? What happens? Where does the, that fall apart? Carlos will choose the best thing. 
I'll, okay. I'll choose. I'll choose cheesels. I'll choose you know, <laughs> you know, lots of dodgy stuff. I'll eat yeah. pies. I'll eat whatever comes my way. And you know, that's why I spent twenty years being twenty kilos overweight. Yeah. It wasn't until I worked out how to talk to myself better and change some of those habits that you actually learn to fix those up. Because one of the hassles with stress is stress makes you uncomfortable. All right, it's designed to. Stress is supposed to make you uncomfortable so that you get up and do something. Yeah. And it's also supposed to make you stop doing something that you're doing when it gets too much. Okay. All right. So stress is there to get you started. And it's there to make you quit before everything gets too much. And so, if you're on the I want to quit side of it, one way to feel better is eat. Mm-hmm. All right. So, you and eating stimulates your parasympathetic nervous system and calms everything down and all of that sort of stuff. And and we're associating eating with feeling good. Okay. You eat something, you feel nice. You got a nice full tummy. It tastes great. You know, it gives you a little sugar hit. You feel good. So humans will want to repeat things that feel good. And so, where does Carlos come into that? Is Carl? So you do you have to sit with yourself on day one and go? So these are the rules of Carlos. No, no. Because no. when you're looking in the fridge, doors open, and we've all dieted, mm-hmm. and some of us do it every Monday after Friday, <laughs> you look at the fridge and go, shouldn't touch that, shouldn't touch that. Mm. Oh, no one's looking. I could possibly get one of those in. What, how does Carlos come into play there? Well, Carlos does it in a different – when when I talk to myself as Carlos, it does it in a different way. It does it – when you're doing that, I shouldn't eat – All the, the language you use was really intriguing then. Mm. I shouldn't do this. I shouldn't eat that. All of them come from a place of scarcity and they come from a place of I don't want to do this. Yep. All right. What about if whatever you do do comes from an act of love for yourself to sort of say, I'm not going to eat that because I want to be healthy. I want to be fitter. I've got some long-term goals that I want to go after and I'm going to be better for eating the salad and the and the grilled chicken. So I'm going to eat the salad and the grilled chicken out of a, out of an act of liking and loving salad and grilled chicken rather than an act of scarcity. I don't get to eat the pie. So for those of us that haven't lived the Carlos model for a long time and in the first five minutes of the podcast going, what is a Carlos model? <laughs> so I open the fridge and I'm looking at all this. And so Carlos would say, let's have chicken salad versus let's just pick whatever's easy and full of sugar or full of fat or whatever we're trying to stay away. Because obviously you're driven to the things you can't have. That's a natural yep. human trait. So is that how Carlos, like I'm trying to get this Carlos thing for people out there who need to understand what Carlos is. I know your Carlos experience came from you doing something once where you just had a Carlos moment. Yeah. Okay. And so you said, I'm going to own that. And that's how, that's that was your mechanism for moving forward. Yep. And you can tell people how you become Carlos. Carlos after this a little bit. But for those people out there listening to this podcast, like Carlos, what's he talking about? Basically what it is, it's connecting a different part of your brain that makes you give yourself advice that's actually thoughtful and something that you've worked out rather than something that's just a default. So how do we start that process? Like you, you said, connecting a different part of your yeah. brain. How do I do it? Is it something I've got to write down my rules of Carlos? No, it, no, yeah. you know them. You, you know, know all them. those things. Everyone knows the things okay. that they should so eat. So just acknowledge them. Is, particularly from food. Yeah. Just acknowledge them. But one of the things, you know, I spent 27 years being an optometrist, asking people which one's clearer, this one or that one. If I went in to try and do an eye test and I only gave them one option each time, they'd end up with pretty bad glasses, yep. all right? And one of the things about this stress-free way to change habits is that you've always got to have at least two options. And we don't do that. We get the one default option. I go to the fridge, there's some chocolate biscuits, I'm going to eat that. So that's Luke and then Carlos Luke. is the second option. Car- Carlos is the one that says, okay, well, what options do we have? Okay. Okay. What are the good things about having that chocolate biscuits? Yeah. What are the good things about having the you know the salad and the grilled chicken? And is that a stop and breathe moment? Yeah, like, it what is. is that? It's exactly like it's it, it's a fork in the road. That yeah. you, the hassle is that we don't stop at those forks. We just dr- drive straight through them and we stay with our defaults. I, something about Carlos turns instead of being a default, it turns into a decision. Yep, I nice. actually want to do this. 
It's not just what I've done out of habit. So if we're if we're an individual that's having a moment and we have our Carlos moment and then we go, no, nah, I'm not into Carlos right now, how do we treat ourselves around that? Then just that, at least you've given yourself the option. Yeah, okay. You've done it deliberately. If you said, I, okay, well, Carlos would eat the grilled chicken, but stuff that I want to eat a pack of Tim Tams, yep. eat the pack of Tim Tams and take the consequences of it. Yeah, okay. okay. I'm happy to do that. You know, it's, it's one of those things, particularly about goals and stuff like, you know, fitness and weight loss. You know, the words that you use for yourself and the way you talk to yourself will give you a really good insight as to whether you're committed to those goals or whether you're interested in those I love goals. that. Can you say that again? Yeah. It tells the way you talk to yourself will tell you whether you're committed to your goals or whether you're interested in achieving And that's goals. really good, committed or interested, I think. And I know you and I use that a lot in our daily lives when we're talking about things that we're doing and where we're going. You'll often say to me, well, Greg, are you committed or interested? Mm. And it's a really good stop point to go, you know what? I'm actually interested, but I'm not going to be committed in that. So I don't go down that path or I get out of my bucket or whatever concept you use to manage your level that you can handle. Yeah, there's there's a real, I, I call it Reset Ridge. Yep. And Reset Ridge is basically, if you think about it, trying to change a habit always fills uphill. It mm-hmm. always feels you got resistance to it. In ancient Greek m- mythology, there was a guy, there was a guy called Sisyphus. 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 And Sisyphus got in trouble with Zeus for, you know, I'm, I'm, getting, I'm going old school here. Yeah, I don't mind we, a bit old school. We're going into Greek theology. But Sisyphus got in trouble with Zeus for self-aggrandizing and pretending he was a bit better than he was. Okay. So Zeus, who was like the king of all the gods, said, you're going into the underworld and you're damned for eternity. And the punishment that he gave Sisyphus was to push a rock uphill every day and every day that rock would roll back down to the bottom of the hill and he had to do it again the next day. So you think about some of the things we do around stuff like diet and I'm going to do it every Monday. I'm pushing this bloody rock up this hill and and by Friday I'm eating pizza and on the cans, yeah. all right? And then it rolls back down the hill. We put on three kilos over the weekend and we do it all again, all right? And I dare say if you're interested in losing weight, you'll be a bit like you'll be a bit like Sisyphus. You'll be push- pushing a rock up a hill. And there's some words, that, some really cool words that you'll use when you're being that. You'll be, you, you'll either hate the thing that you're doing. I hate, you know, you know hummus and celery, yep. all right? You hope you'll do the thing that you want to do. I hope I'll exercise tomorrow, yep. all right? Then you'll decide that you need to do it and then you'll agree to do it and you'll do it a few times and then often when it's something that's really good and you attach a positive emotion to it like exercise you and I both exercise every single day and every day I absolutely finish whatever it is and go that was awesome I love it bring it on I want to do that again tomorrow yeah. I love exercise it's a wonderful thing I, I I looked at my calendar and I mark off every bit of exercise, exercise I do on dates. my calendar you've actually you, you map it out don't you I map it out I've yep. got crosses on it yep. and on my for the last six months I haven't gone two days where I've not exercise twice. Yeah, that's awesome. Twice. Twice. That's awesome. All right. I never go two days in a row where I don't exercise twice. All right. Because I love it. And so the hassle is that if you're wanting to build an exercise routine, if you're attaching that positive emotion, I love exercise with it, then it's not a hard habit. You're not like Sisyphus. You're not pushing a rock uphill. It's just something that you do because it's part of being you. Yeah. So when it's a a habit that you're trying to change, you're going to use words like I should do this and I want to do this and I really know I should. But when it's something that you've attached really good emotions to, then it's, I'm the type of person who rides on my bike every morning. I'm the type of person who goes for a walk or surfs every morning. I'm the type of person that does gym, you know, four nights a week. I'm that type of person. And once it becomes your part of your identity, then you're not Sisyphus anymore. You're not pushing that habit rock up a hill only for it to fall down again. It becomes part of being you. 
Hey, Luke, you want to get a coffee after this? No, mate, I'm going to have a shred. Best thing ever. Get your brain working, get you fired up, get you ready to go. Way better than coffee. Luke Mathers, author, Stress Teflon, says drink shred, not coffee. Idiot. You've done a fair bit of car loss consulting at corporate level. Mm -hmm. What's some of the funny car losses that you've come across during that time? Oh, something that people really struggle with the name. But actually, you had a coaching client this morning. Yep. He really loved the concept of car well loss. Well-known trainer too, I hear. Yeah. yeah. Just a bit of a shout out to Pablo. <laughs> He's actually, um, he actually rang me and said, I just did an eye goal session with Luke, meet Pablo. Yeah. And I've gone, sorry, I I'm in a rush. What were you talking about? Like, I'm just like, Pablo, what's, what's Pablo? And explain to me what his series behind Pablo. Yeah. Yeah. And I love it. Like it is so oh, much. It's it is great. so much him and and he's just after it now. You know, he's just going out there and doing his thing. And I just thought that was a great session, obviously had with you. And for people out there, what like I just want to go through some of the funny things. Like, you know me pretty well, Luke. What would you make my <laughs> Well, we, we haven't been through the process. You you uh you've been dodging this one. I've, you've been I've, dodging I've this you one all grow. Right. I've watched you do it with our team and I've seen lots of videos you're doing with other teams. But so throw me yeah. on what's my well what's my Pablo oh, and my Carlos? I don't I don't I don't want to know what it would have been the other day when we were doing a a, a joint mentoring session together it would have been asshole. But like, <laughs> no, we, we, we can have that. We'll have that chat in a minute. But one of the things about eye goals is eye goals are intrinsic. Eye goals are intentional. Yep. Their identity. I'm the type of person who. Yep. Their identity and they're infinite. You never get there. All right. So once once you have those eye goals and mine and I didn't have anyone to help me do mine and it took months to work out what they were. And my eye goals, the the three characteristics of the better version of me is that I'm curious. I'm creative and I'm generous. Yeah, nice. All right. And you are those would three you, too. Would, I totally agree with that. Okay. I really am curious, I'm creative and generous. And you help when, a lot of people and do a lot of charity work. When I'm doing those three, I'm a happy version of myself. If I'm doing something like say I'm having an argument with my wife. All right, I've been married coming up twenty five years in a week or so. Shout out to all the Karen's out there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, she Karen. is a Karen too. We love her. My wife, her name is Kaz. <laughs> uh, we don't call her Karen anymore, but she's wonderful. And 25 happy years. But like all marriages, there are times when you're perhaps She's not being- She's never been to Bunnings too, if anyone's wondering. Yeah. You're perhaps not being the best version of yourself. Yeah. And now what I've done, since I know what my sort of North Star is, I know what my three things are important to me. If we're having a disagreement, I'll stop and, well, am I being generous here? Am I being creative on finding a solution where we're both happy? You know, am I being curious about what's going on with her? And almost invariably, if things aren't going well, I'm not being true to what my eye goals. So are your eye goals attached to your- Carlos. Yeah, Carlos so, uh, is that person. So, Carl Carlos, so there is a writing down of a couple of points. And what, yeah. And so, you call them eye goals. Yep. So, what do people need to do here? For the people that are driving a car, Luke, or they're listening, they're not writing notes, so mm -hmm. write down three things of the perfect version of yourself. Is that right? What the best or version Or what you think the best version of you is, yeah. not the perfect, sorry, because there is no such thing, but what you well, think the, the best version of you is. The whole idea of being infinite goals, and I love that word, infinite goals. Yeah. If, you, if you listen to Simon Sinek, who's a really great person in, the, in that leadership space, and he does work with companies all over the world, um, he wrote a book called The Infinite Game. Mm -hmm. And an in The Infinite Game is you go into business and you don't go into the business so that you can win in quarter two. You go into business so body science will still be here in 20 years' time, yeah. all right, which you guys have done you know, 20 years down the track, body science is still here. So we're playing The Infinite Game and you've seen a whole bunch of supplement companies come and go in mm -hmm. that time, all right? And most of the time they came because they had they wanted to get short-term wins. They wanted to you know get good sales in quarter four and all of a sudden, you know, by quarter two the next year, they're gone. Mm -hmm. 
body science isn't because they play the infinite game. Yeah. All right. And I think we kind of got to do that with our goals. And I'm never, I'm not going to get to 80 years old and say, yes, I've had enough of being curious now. Yeah. I'm done with curious. Yeah. You know? No, I want to be curious when I'm 80 years old. It's, it's a really important thing to me. And when you know those, whenever you're having a bit of a storm inside your head and you don't quite know what's going on, having that North Star to go back to and say, that's what the best version of me, am I being that, is a way of connecting the smart part of your brain and the emotional part of your brain. And then you'll make good decisions. Mate, that's awesome. That's that. Is there some way people can go to learn more about this? With Finding Carlos. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, it's evolving and it's evolving all the time. But what the, the way that I'll give you the quick version of the process we do is we work out. Can we do it now? Is it something we can do verbally here? I mean, obviously, you, this is your IP and you sell it and I get yeah. that. Like, No, that's okay. I'm not talking about giving away your IP, but is can we do a, like a three or four step yeah. high goal session right now for people listening and just in their heads they can go, okay, that's me. I've got that. Next step. Okay. Well, you have to think of a few people. Yep. Think of someone in your so group. So I'm sitting opposite you right now yeah. and you're saying to me, think of. Think of a person in your circle of friends that you admire qualities about them. Yep. Okay. All right. <laughs> so he's just written down Luke on there, which is really, really nice when people do that. Funnily enough, I did this with your daughter and one of the persons she she used to find hers was me, which I- Was I, it really? Yeah. Which yeah, I, nice. I, I was also a mother. Wasn't you, funnily yeah. enough, was her mum. Uh, <laughs> There you right. go. But what Greg's written down there, what characteristics of me would you aspire to? I'd like to be more like that. So there's three characteristics we're working on Whatever, here? However many you want. So everyone just stop and think of three characteristics of that person you've just thought about right yep. now? Yep. And you, and you go through them. You then, I pick a person from history. Person and, from history, okay. And when I did mine, it was Nelson Mandela. Yep. Nelson Mandela started out as a freedom fighter, was basically a terrorist, was mm-hmm. created havoc, went to jail for 27 years, came out and reunited a country, had one- one term in charge of South Africa and then handed it over to other people so he could do more work to, to unite his country. It was amazing. Yeah. It was so selfless, no ego involved with it at all. He just wanted to do the right thing and make his country better. So everybody pick someone from history that you admire. Yep, you admire So, so far we've picked a person that we admire. We've written down three things that they three admire. Three characteristics of them. Of them. Yep. And now it's not, pick- I really admire the fact he's got a nice car. Yeah. It's qualities of them as a Absolutely, person. Absolutely, yeah. We're talking about humanity here. Mm-hmm. So now you've picked another person from history? Yep. Do and we then, have to identify anything, just the person? Yeah, just the person. And then there are three things? Yep. There are three or four things or so as many as you want. three things on the person that we admire, then the three things on the person we admire in history. Okay, yep. I'm with you now. Then pick someone from a movie or something like that. I often use um, Sandra Bullock in The Blind Side. Mm-hmm. Remember that movie yeah, where she adopts the, the big football playing yep. African-American kid and doesn't care what her friends think. She's creative about it. She really cares. She's super generous and she was fantastic. And so, so we're documenting three things on that. Yeah. Human as so well? we've now okay. got three different people who we admire their qualities. Okay. Then this is where it gets interesting. We go think of a time when you were at your best, mm-hmm. when you were firing on all cylinders, when you were just loving life and on top of the world and killing it. Yep. All right. And the weird thing about that, and I've done this, you know, hundreds of times now, is that every single time people go to that person, they go to a place that was hard. Okay. No one goes to the place. Oh, that time when I was, you know, lying on the beach here and doing nothing. They go to no, I was doing this and I had all of these problems and I solved them and I had these issues that we sorted out and we ended up building this and I was so proud of it and I helped these people and they always come back to something that was actually a struggle and that when we look back on our lives, the best parts of our lives were almost always a striving moment, thing that we were having to work really hard and that's sort of part of being stressed Teflon. You actually love that stuff. We just don't love it in the moment and we've got to learn to. So we're writing one situation here or three 
yeah, things that happen one, in that situation. One particular time, one particular time. And then you describe the characteristics of what you were like. Okay, of you. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. So you, and then we do another one, which is a bit more complicated, which I won't get into now, that's about the bad part of you and how can we reverse yep. that. And then all of a sudden you've got, you know, 10, 10 or 15 words up on the board of characteristics that you think are important. Mm-hmm. And then we work out how to put them. And that's you get where the you get- big three and that becomes Carlos. That becomes Carlos. So yeah, you get that nice. curious, creative and generous. So, mate, can we put a bodyscience.com.au forward slash podcast? And I think this will be in the 170s, but it should be at the top of the webpage. Can we put a, a little sheet on the bottom of that that's got that just those points yeah, you talked there, about there? Or you've got one? Or yeah. look, if we can put that little form up there, because people might be driving or running or walking or training right now or trying to go to sleep, whatever works for them. So, bodyscience.com.au forward slash blog forward slash category forward slash podcast. If you go there and look for the Luke Mathers How to Rewire Your Brain by Altering the Stories You're Telling Yourself, there will be a little piece of paper there that you can do this for yourself. It's unreal. We'll have to set something up, Luke, where people can actually send theirs back to you and get some feedback and actually make it more interactive too. Yeah, it's a, it's a really it's a really wonderful experience in a coaching situation where you're sitting there. I've got a, I've got an entire wall in my house that's, that's whiteboard. And so we end up filling this whiteboard with all of the things that, that people find important. And the last thing we do and when we're doing our eye goals is at the end, I get them to write it up in really big letters what they're yeah, nice. what they're finding and Carlos they own, and they own it they yeah. write it up on the board and every single time we both sit back we both look at it and go hell yeah yeah, nice. yeah that's you that's who you want to be Merry Christmas we've got a North Star now man I love that I love that and look before knocking off this time you rang me up during the week Greg and said oh Greg I'm doing shred naps what is a shred nap <laughs> shred naps are awesome I shred know. I got this idea from Dan Pink he wrote a book called When which is yeah. a fantastic read and what they've discovered is that if you sleep for about 20 minutes you don't go into those full deep cycles of sleep and you yeah. don't wake up drowsy. If you have a snooze for about 20 to 25 minutes, you, you still wake up okay. Mm-hmm. And what we've also noticed is that things like the green tea extract and the caffeine and stuff that you get in shred takes about 20 to 25 minutes to hit the system. Yep. So if you take the shred, lie down, have a little bit of a nap, you get the cumulative effect of having a little bit of a nap and then you get the, the, the caffeine hitting the system at the same time that you're waking up and you wake up fresh as a daisy, ready to go. The nootropics in shred have your brain switched on ready to fire up and whatever you want to do to get through the afternoon yeah we get that flat spot in the afternoon absolutely shred naps are the best way to kill a flat spot you'll smash it up man i love that but so say i'm in the office can i have a shred nap if i've got like an afternoon concept where i can go disappear and i can't lie down get in bed and have a sleep can i just sit in a corner close my eyes hell yes yeah hell yes anywhere comfortable just i do it on the floor so part meditation type concept part yep no you can start off with the meditation i just go straight to having a snow yeah you're good at it because you're controlled and you're, I mean, you're Carlos. Carlos, Carlos, awesome. <laughs> Carlos can do everything. But so, yeah, for those people out there that are listening, and not everyone, I mean, we a lot of us are working from home and stuff, but you you are a massive fan of shred naps. Shred naps are fantastic. They're, and when you wake up, the nootropics have hit the system, the caffeine's hit the system, the guarana's starting to kick in, and all of those things that are designed to, you know, almost fire up your system, they're a bit like stress. That's that good part of stress. It yep. fires you up and gets you going. And then you've had that recuperative thing of having a bit of a sleep, which cleans out a few of the toxins in your brain yeah. and all of that sort of stuff so you're up and good to go and you know naps are good coffee or shreds good coffee naps or shred naps are far and away better than all 
Mate, I'm all about shredding apps this summer, coming into getting shredded for summer, everybody. Let's get on board. Luke, thanks for coming in, mate. Just want to say stressteflon.com.au is your website. Anybody wants to download your book, they can get it on- They can get it on Amazon. Amazon. Um, Amazon with Kindle. Yep. Um, you can actually get the book free at the moment with Calm Stress Support from Body Science. So jump on the Body Science you website. You can too, and, and that's a cardboard book. That's not a little e-book. That's a real put it's it in your real, hands and read a book. Yeah, hardcover, crunchy book. So get on board, bodyscience.com.au. Look at the Calm Stress Support and Luke's books there. Thanks, mate. Today's podcast was brought to you by our partners in Fit, Happy and Healthy, ASN, Nutrition Warehouse, DY Discount Vitamins, Fat Burners Only, Evelyn Fay, Mr. Supplement, or find a retailer online at bodyscience.com.au forward slash retailers.